The Spectator magazine combines incisive political analysis with books and arts reviews of unrivaled authority. Subscribe today for just £12 and receive a 12-week subscription in print and online, plus a £20 Amazon gift voucher, absolutely free. Go to spectator.co.uk forward slash voucher. Hello and welcome to Chinese Whispers with me, Cindy Yu. Every episode, I'll be talking to journalists, experts and long-time China watchers about the latest in Chinese politics, society and more. There'll be a smattering of history to catch you up on the background knowledge and some context as well. How do the Chinese see these issues? Recently, a couple of new Chinese phrases have made it into the mainstream on social media. Together, they describe a new sense of despair that Chinese millennials and Zoomers are feeling as work and life pressures become too much in the unending competition of modern China. What does this phenomenon say about the ever-widening generation gap between millennials and their parents today? And what happens to China's social contract if the young workforce doesn't feel that the government is delivering higher standards of living? These are the questions I discussed with Beijing-based journalist Caroline Can in this episode. You might have come across her book, a memoir about her life and family called Under Red Skies, Three Generations of Life, Loss and Hope in China, which I reviewed for The Spectator two years ago. Caroline, welcome to Chinese Whispers. Um, the two phrases that I'm talking about, of course, are Tamping, to lie flat, and Neijuan, involution. First of all, can you explain what Tamping or to lie flat means? Uh, lying flat uh, basically means it's it's more like a life attitude. It's like, of course, from like literally, it means uh, just lying down, maybe in the sofa in bed. Shows like you are not very willing to go out or work to uh, participate in the how to say like the competition. Uh, working hard or study hard, that used to be considered as the right attitude. Uh, in Chinese culture, that you should work hard, you should study hard, be ambitious was always considered to be the right right attitude. But the young generation say no, we don't want to do that anymore because it's too difficult, and we want to just lie down, lie flat. So that is how uh this term came from. And there's also Nadian, which I've clumsily described as involution because that's what the English translation is. But I don't think that really means anything to anyone. So perhaps you can explain what that means. Uh, so Nadian, the two uh, characters in Chinese, one is like Nai is inside, Juan uh, means rolling. So inside rolling. Yeah, maybe it's hard to it, it, again. It's hard to imagine what does that mean, like inside rolling. So basically, it means the competition is so widely like you can see competition anywhere, and to uh join the competition, you input so much that doesn't necessarily uh like result in anything positive. So like you input so much effort, but you don't get. As much as you expect, or as much as it should, it should result. So that is like a basically like a meaningless competition. Yeah, inside a circle industry or in a society, like a, I guess like a hamster wheel, maybe just like inside the machine you're running, and whether right. it's in work or in school, you're working yeah. really, really hard, but you're not getting anywhere. Yeah, is there an English term called like red competition or red racing? 
rat race, maybe. Yeah, 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 rat race, exactly. Um, I think I saw a really good analogy of someone online talking about this phenomenon, which was that you're in a theatre watching a play, and the person in front of you stands up to watch. Uh, now you have to stand up as a result of that in order to keep watching the play. And at the end of the day, in a ridiculous outcome, everyone is standing up because everyone's view would otherwise be blocked. But the thing that you're watching, the play that you're watching, is still the same quality as it would be otherwise. So you're making, putting all of this effort in, but you're not actually getting any more rewards than you otherwise would be. But the only reason you're doing it is because of the competition from other people. Yeah, it's like a vicious circle in a way. And listeners might be wondering why we're talking about this, but actually, it's it's quite mainstream these terms for young people in China on social media. Can you talk a little bit about the context in which that you and your friends might use these phrases in conversation online, or even offline? <laughs> yeah. So, like the the two terms are always talked、uh, together. Somehow they are linked because, like, people think there's too much nejuan, so. Young people want to just tangping.、Uh, It's like, oh, there's too much, too much competition, meaningless competition. That, oh,、uh, we don't want to really like join this game anymore. So we decide to lie flat. Yeah, I think that sh- it kind of shows that, ah,、uh, you know, the ah、uh, Chinese society, China developed so fast in the past few decades that you know the older generation. It was more like their life model was, ah,、uh, you work hard to get a happier life, to you know settle down in a big city, to, ah,、uh, buy a nice apartment. So all the thing you own, ah,、uh, come from the amount of efforts and time you you put in your competition, put in your work and your study. But the young generation find it's not the case anymore because. Ah,、uh, they feel kind of like all the opportunities are gone. Like they feel that the ah、uh, the window is closed. Like okay, twenty years ago, people were talking about you know all kinds of industries were like booming, like the technology, the、uh, computer, you know, the, all the like online ah、uh, companies. So that was an opportunity. If you work hard, yeah, you can get what you get. But today, young people think no, there's no chance we can get what we want. No matter how hard we work so hard to die, even like you would never really get what you want. You would never settle down in a city. You cannot afford a marriage and apartment, and、uh, let alone like how many children you want to have in the future. So yeah, so that is like the、uh, the current、uh, social background for these two terms. Well, that's really interesting because from the outside we hear so much about China's growth and it's doing so well. But what your the picture that you're painting is actually the most recent generation to go into the jobs market actually don't feel that at all. They feel despair, and some of them are bowing out of the game altogether. Are they right to feel like that? Is society really high pressure like that at the moment? I would say yes, because like so, as I just said, that the past few decades. People kind of take it for granted that life will be better. So you know, my ge- my parents' generation would just took it for granted that oh, of course life will be better because they lived through all the big changes in life. And my grandparents' generation, they even wouldn't think about having enough food or, or, or clothes. So that was like their daily concerns. But my parents' generation, many of them. They come from like nothing. The background they come from, 
totally pu- poor background, but many of them went to college. Once they went to college, they managed to have a good life in the city. So for many, many, many years, that was the, like the life motto for every family. But right now, like the young college graduates, even they graduate from the top universities in China. They find it so hard to really find a good job because the moment they leave their college, they find oh, it's not just about your score in school, but it's about like who you know, who, who what kind of family you come from, and at the same time, the opportunities out there are much less. And also, like education is another big like burden for、uh, Chinese young people because. Not 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 them, but like their their children generation. So everybody say the competition start from the first day in school. That means before your children, before your child, uh, go to school, you have to think about what kind of apartment you buy, like in which region in the city, because that decide what kind of school your kid go to in the future.、Mm. So the pressure comes from like earlier and earlier. Like in whatever you do, like early and early stage, you feel that、yeah. anxiety and pressure. Well, and that kind of explains the backlash which I wrote about at the time of the to the three child policy that the government introduced earlier this year. A lot of people on social media were just saying, "Well, I can't even afford to have one child, let alone three children." What are you thinking? Is that something that you've been a conversation you've been having with your friends as well? Yeah, so yeah, that that is a a perfect example of、uh, the、uh, recent online discussions among the younger generation and the older generation, and even the authority. What the authority think about China's future, and what young generation uh view the future of themselves, right? So the government said, okay, because the population rate, the population is uh increasing slow. And also the birth rate is very low, so the government want okay just announced this earlier this year that every couple is allowed to have three children, but young people say what what you're talking about because I not even think about getting married, so let alone three children. Like okay, three children fine, but what are you providing to us at the same time? It's not like we are. Purely just following whatever government put out there, we have our own life, and we have to think about our our, our life. It's not just about we sacrifice for the motherland. It's not that time anymore, right? So the young generation grew up, many of them like being the only child of their family. So, uh, compared to the older generation, they have a much stronger sense. Of like individual life and their individual right and what they really want in their life, so there's really like a conflict there. That's really interesting, Caroline. And just on work, there's something called nine nine six. Maybe you can explain to listeners as well what nine nine six is in working life because I think it is quite a shocking concept in the West. <laughs> yeah. So nine. Nine six nine nine six. That means your working hour in the day is from nine a.m. to nine p.m. And six means you work six days a week. So you only like take one day to rest, and in your working days you have to work for twelve hours. That is like kind of like a a working culture. Very popular in some of the mo the the leading internet companies in China. 
Well, first started from like the internet companies in China, but then many more like companies kind of like borrow this working culture. I'm not sure even you can even call it a working culture, but it's very like popular, right, in those big companies because yeah, like they say, okay, you work longer hours, but we pay you more, and it's it's again like where the the term "nejuan" also like applies. Very well in those companies. So, like the employees working very hard, they don't have any of their personal life. Yeah, so this kind of like you have to compete because all your other colleagues are buying into this culture, and if you don't, that means you are out basically. And also Chinese, uh, so Jack Ma, the 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 boss of the Ant, is Ant, yeah, Ant Financial, yeah, yeah, Ant Financial, uh, Alibaba. So the boss of Alibaba, and he uh official uh he openly uh like praised this like Jiu-Jitsu Live culture. Say it's just a blessing. That means the companies are giving you the platform to uh be who you are, to uh contribute, to work hard, to give you the channel to become who you want to be. But soon after he uh said it in public that it is a blessing, it got he got so much backlash on Chinese internet. Say. Well, this is like a basically blood sucking uh capitalist. Also, <laughs> the the current China is never a blessing because it is your company as a boss or as a shareholder of the company. You gain what you want by pushing the young people to work harder, but young people don't really get what they want. Yeah, Caroline. Growing up in our generation, we heard a lot about our parents' generation working so hard and their parents' generation working so hard. You know, those are the stories that we grew up with. Do you think that this generation are legitimate in complaining about this sort of culture because they probably did work, you know, seventy plus hours in the early days of reform and opening and before then? So, are we? You know, in the West, you hear this phrase called a snowflake generation. You know, are, are Chinese millennials snow, snowflakes as well and just can't take the pressure, or is life really different for them now? Um, I think I.、Uh, to be honest, I don't think the. Is right to say that young generation of China, China's young generation, are having a harder life than their parents' generation because, like materially, for example, if we just look at materially, uh, it's impossible because the、uh, the the people grow up in the sixties and seventies or even eighties, is you can never compare like you their life in terms of、uh, material. Was so poor, and many young people like never ever touched have any experience of that kind of life at all. No matter where they're, if they are from city or from rural China, so yeah, definitely like life is getting better. But I think when you look at uh people's um if they are happy or not, if they are satisfied or not, it's not just uh looking at material. It's、uh, also about. Your dream, how hard or easy you can realize your dream, and also there's a sense of like collectivism here. Like the older generation, the background where they grew up was like China was so poor, and China, like before the reform and opening up, or just at the big reform and opening up. So that was totally a different world. So at that time, that generation, I think they kind of like grew up with the idea that you. Need to contribute to your country, and you are proud to be a part. 
you should be proud of a part of your country's、uh, rejuvenation and becoming rich and powerful. But I think that sense of like being a part of the the big country is not like totally losing. But I think compared to the older generation, is much less. So that means this kind of like narrative sometimes cannot truly touch or move the individuals anymore. So yeah, yeah. As I said, it's more about how optimistic people are、uh, about their future. So that could,、uh, if you know that your contribution or your sacrifice will lead to something, and for your own good, for your own、uh, future, then probably you are more willing to, like, play the game, right? Play by by this rule. Yeah, that's really interesting, and there's something that you mentioned a little bit earlier as well. You said it's not that time anymore, and people, young people today, have different values, different dreams, and priorities than their parents do. What does that mean when it comes to politics? Do you think that? I guess this might happen in two ways. So. You know the reform and opening generation. They saw the Communist Party deliver economic growth, and there was a social contract where, okay, we give you legitimacy on the basis that you give us rising living standards. If young people today don't feel like their living standards are rising, are they less keen about the government? And also, as you say, values have changed, so they're not growing up with these collective values anymore. So, are they also, from their hearts, less supportive of a government like China's?、Mm. Yes, maybe because, for example, like very shortly after the the term like Tangping become a internet phenomenon, some government of uh departments soon like deleted some original articles and also uh the censors also deleted any like topics or, or deep discussions on this term because the government think this is not the right value. Like China is still on the way to become powerful and wealth, and there there's a saying in China like,、uh, I think it's from like a a state newspaper saying, uh, why this term is harmful because they say, well, we can definitely not tongping become before we become rich and powerful. We are still on the way, so this is not the right a、uh, value for the young generation. But I think at the same time, young people think well, but. Probably is that the last thing we can do to you know as a way to say no because, like、mm. we cannot change how how the rules are made and we cannot decide, uh, where how the society is running. But at least we can, like, vote in this way that we are not happy with at least the current situation and the current yeah the uh the competition or the life of the uh. The、uh, the vision for the future, but do you think that there is an opportunity for the government here to address some of these issues? Because you know, obviously, the Chinese government is not democratic, but it still it is mindful of what is being talked about.、Mm. That's what the censors are for. It knows that what the issues are. So, but do you think that there is an opportunity here, for example, for the government to put in、uh, work time reform so that people are not working nine nine six hours? And that would maybe you know solve some of these issues and yeah <laughs> give a give young people a better life. Um, yeah, in theory they can. Well, they can say, well, we uh we discourage the usually working culture, but in reality, like, do they really want to like to get involved too much in the like company、uh, cultures? And I think the bottom line is like, what can they really do it? Right, if they even they want to, can they really change that much? 
And also, there is a question about China, like as the state of as a state media. Some article said like we don't encourage these values because China at this moment China can probably cannot afford such values of like millions of tens of millions of young people say like sorry I quit like but China China really need them to uh no matter right now it's like the China U S conflicts on one hand on the hand China is really keen to um build its own like influence and and power overseas in some countries so like China really needs the like maybe a few more decades of uh, the hardworking culture as uh the current Young generations' parents or grandparents used to have, so China really needed. So, like, it's always like conflicts, but of course, at the same time, the government want to uh make the young people happy, to feel uh satisfied, to really achieve the happiness they want to achieve. So, like, I I would say like there's really a a conflict, and it's it's a matter, uh, really hard to handle. To have a to handle it in a very balanced way.、Mm. How do you think government and politicians aside? How do you think that the older generations, citizens in society themselves, think about this younger generation? My mother, for example, recently learned about the phrase, and she was quite amused about it. But you know, she's not in that high pressure environment because she's in the UK. But what, what do Chinese older generations think about these young generations who are not just you know bowing out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Again, I think it's hard to say like what they all think about, but I can give you a few examples. Like, uh, in my family, like WeChat group, I think recently that terms, those terms were also uh like articles about those terms were shared and people were discussed that discussing about the terms and the、uh, new phenomenon. I think some reaction that I get from my own family members is like, oh, this young generation is really ruined, like. <laughs> <laughs> Then what's the point, right? Like we worked so hard, no matter days or nights, in order to whatever they believe in was like creating a a brighter future for them. So in the hope that they will continue and carry on this mission to make China even a, a better place by working harder or as hard at least. But when you pass on this mission to to your children and they say, sorry. We're not in this anymore. Like we'll just sit here and、uh, lying in bed and to enjoy whatever you created for us, and we are not going to continue this、uh, this circle. So I think some of them find it's quite like、um, disappointing, or they find oh well, totally. Or some people just purely cannot understand how <laughs> this this new attitude come from. So I kind of understand their、uh, way because like there's a really a big gap. Between the generations, and it's not just the、uh, like the terms or like tangping or or nation, but it 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 shows in every aspect in life, like how you 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 go out dining, you go out、uh, shopping, you、uh, you even spend money in cinemas. That was like to many people in the older generation, that is not understandable at all. Like how you、mm. spend money to like hire someone to clean your house. That is not acceptable, and you. <laughs> so yeah, like I mean, yeah, there's really like a big, big, big difference there because young people, many young people now value more about their personal life, and they would 
spend some money to in order to buy themselves some time. But the time was the cheapest thing for many older generation people. Like time, you never think about time can be bought and is valuable because the most thing many people had was time back then. So yeah, there's a big difference there. I guess that generation gap that you're describing all sorts of life is. Because of how fast China has changed, your book details this so well. You were—it's a memoir about your life, and you were born in 1989, and the dramatic change that even in your lifetime,、uh, and you know, other millennials like yourself, like me, that we've seen—you know, of course, if society changes that fast, you're going to have these huge gaps between generations. We grow up in completely different circumstances. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like I, 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 to be honest, some of the new terms online I cannot understand. Like from the people, we're old. <laughs> from the age group, like five years,、uh, a few years younger than me. Like the other day, I was having a a a dinner with with a student who wants to learn something about journalism, and somehow, like, yeah, we we were introduced and we had a dinner, and during the meal, I was shocked. Like a few times, I was like, "What you are talking about?" He just she just mentioned a term. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about? I have no idea." Like. Why this is something I <laughs> never heard about because that's not in my friend circle. So that shows. I think that shows like how quick China is changing and how all the new phenomenon and new culture are coming every day. And Caroline, finally, do you think that you know lying flat might actually be a good response to infinite? Competition, this rat race that we're talking about, because you know, in the reform and opening years, China became so materialistic, or maybe China always was materialistic. I don't know, but you know, you had parents who, before they approve、uh, of their child's future spouse, would think, do they own a house? Do they have a car? You know, are they tall enough to have good children, grandchildren for you? You know, all these very tick boxy things. We had such a period of that in China, but it's the younger generation now saying. We're bowing out of this materialism. What I want is more of like a always like a stoicism in life, a less materialistic life.、Uh, I would say I personally like these two terms very much because, like, at least I think it it shows no matter how small the group are that are really、uh, adapting to this new new lifestyle. But I think at least it shows that it is possible that the、uh, society is not just. You know, one big whole wholesome thing. You know, like one,、uh, like everyone is homogenous. Yeah, exactly. So I think it at least shows some hope that there will be more like different opinions, different lifestyles, and only based on like people willing to accept the new ideas. The next step is like you go out and try the new lifestyle, right? Because right now, like if you look at the internet, I think.、Um, If there are like ten people cheering up for this idea, maybe there are like four people, three people actually doing it. But at least it shows there are so much voice out there to supporting a, a different a value, to support trying something different. So I think it's very good and and it's really necessary. It's really needed right now for the Chinese society, and it's inevitable because after people. Uh, traveling abroad, or、uh, having friends from wherever they come from, and you know, after all those years of reform and opening up, no matter 
how media keep telling people that China is really again like closing up or whatever that kind of uh, argument is out there. But I think this kind of like new and different value, different uh society, on the a uh, social and the cultural level, China is getting more uh diversity culturally. I think this is like yeah very good uh examples to show that. Caroline Kain, that's such a brilliant note to end on. Thank you so much for joining Chinese Whispers. Thank you, thank you, Cindy. And thank you for listening to this episode. And to play you out, here's a song called "Tumping Is the Right Way" from One Life Flatter, a musician from China. The song was originally deleted on social media platforms in China, but he then re-uploaded it to YouTube. I'll put a link in description below as well. And remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, do rate and review us, and tell a friend about it. Thanks for listening, and join us again in two weeks' time. Tangping